Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unqualified Answers podcast. I am your host, Isaac Brown. Please join me today as I try to tackle the question of if Christianity is true, why other religions exist. Yeah, so this is an interesting one. It um, It's actually the first question I've received that I'm going to answer kind of out of order. Uh, so basically, I ask the person, like, whoever's providing me questions for a list, and they give me, like, you know, one, two, three, four. And I know there's no rule about answering in order, but this is just, I guess, fun fact. The first one I'm answering out of turn. Um, and it's more apologetic than I like to get. This is, like, very apologetic feeling to me. However, I'm going to allow it because the criteria in my head that I set was that a theological question is a question that more assumes God exists, and then you ask the question out of that rather than trying to determine if God exists. And this question can fit in that. So I'm going to allow it. (laughs) I'm going to answer it. But this is definitely like on the edge for me. And I don't have to answer every question I get. So I'm choosing to do this because I think it is a question a lot of people struggle with or ask, you know. And uh, I don't know if I can answer it, but I can at least provide insight. So when it comes to other religions existing... There, it, there's so much you can say. I think one of the big things I, I, I think of when I think of this question is that there's a lot of assumptions that I would make that I've made in the past about why God would allow other religions, um, especially when you consider like the negative effects of someone believing the wrong things. Um, and the only... And, and, and the conclusion I came to was that there were two kind of incorrect underlying assumptions. Um, the first was that the world would be better if everyone believed. Um, and, and, and second off, that the there would be more people in heaven if, if everyone quote-unquote believed so let me let me tackle that first one first because i'm sure it's eyebrow raising um when i say believe i i i mean like you can believe in the correct god and still be clouded with sin to an extent where you're still hurting others like if you look at the protestant reformation both sides believed in the same god and it was actually doctrinal disputes that kind of drove them to fight and, and, and so when you say, like, oh, I wish everyone believed in God, God would have to be on Earth basically solving every doctrinal dispute for that to make any sense. Because, like, you can believe in the right God and still be far away from him. And I think the, the tension there is that so many of us were, like, raised in, like, super hyper-Protestant 
um, societies that say like, oh, you know, you have to have faith, and and it kind of that becomes a whole thing. You just have to have faith. When there's there's more to it than that. Um, and the second thing is that the idea that more people would be in heaven if everyone was in church. I've read some texts from the medieval church. I'm not convinced that everyone saying they believe in God and going to church actually produces the sort of internal change you'd think. It may be, right? You know, uh, I'm, there were a lot of saints back then, and the way the church is going now, um, you, you might see a lessening of that. However, you, you, the church isn't actually shrinking. It's exploding, just not in North America and Europe. But, you, you, you know, maybe you will see a decline. However, the, a lot of the people who, who went to church were actually, like, um, not as, as, as moral as, as you might think. Uh, I remember a story I heard, and I'm not sure how true it is. I haven't fact-checked it, fact it. But it said that one of the reasons the two-day uh, weekend was introduced was not because the Sunday was the Sabbath, but because Sunday, because of church, was the only day people got off, and they were partying too hard, and they couldn't work Monday. So they added Saturday so they could party Saturday, um, have Sunday to recover, <laughs> go to church, I guess, and then go back to work Monday. I I, I sometimes think we, we overestimate the fact that you can look at, like, oh, statistically 100% of people believed in, in Jesus in, like, I don't know, like, 18th century Bavaria. And suddenly you're like, oh, you know, oh, they're, they're all going to heaven. Mm. I've come to believe that one of the easiest things in the Christian faith is believing and living out that faithfulness, especially in, like, tough societies like ours. And I'm not saying tough as in persecution-wise. I'm saying tough as in places where... Um, belief isn't like, I don't know, it's kind of open to mocking these days. And and again, I'm not saying we have it tougher than anyone else. It's probably one of the easiest places on earth, but it's still, you know, there, there are challenges. But I think one of the easiest things because of that is to believe, and the hardest thing is to live it out here. There are other places where believing would be the hardest part, but I don't think that's the case here. So when people are like, oh, you know, I wish, I wish people believed. I think now you're getting a lot, this is going to sound awful, but a lot like pure belief in the younger generation than you, you had before. And there's a trade-off there that you might, yeah, we might lose a few faithful people. There are definitely people who I don't doubt were faithful um, and then fell away. And that's a huge loss in a way that they wouldn't have if God was just you know, fully revealed on earth, not his full glory, like not, you, you know, if God revealed his full glory on earth, we'd all die. Uh, but I'm saying, like, I don't know, if Jesus stuck around instead of going back to heaven, you know, maybe we would lose a few people. But I think people underestimate how hard it is to be faithful. In the Old Testament, you have, like, the Israelites literally being <laughs> guided by, like, a cloud by day, a pillar of fire by night. They've just seen miracles beyond our wildest understanding and what's the first thing they do when they're given a few minutes spare time? They create an idol. They worship other gods. They cannot help themselves. And yet, I, I don't know what more people, modern people would want, but, like, these are people who, who experienced, like, as incredible uh, a thing as, as anyone has, probably, and they were given a few seconds immediately worshiping other gods. It, it, it would completely change how we understand things, and it opens us up to other 
issues. Like, I know the Orthodox Church in Greece is still fighting this, like, evil eye superstition, like, it, and, and that's been around for I, I don't know how long. Like, the, 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 the issues change, but there are always issues. It's just that it was nicer when we had more of a position of authority, which is fair, but as Christians, but kind of more back to the point of like, why, why isn't it obvious? Right. I, I think the, 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 the kind of heart of the answer is that there's sin. The, The thing is like, people think, oh, why doesn't God just reveal himself? And I've kind of touched on that. And it's, it's a fair question, but it also assumes we also perceive correctly, right? Like, we we were the ones we are the ones as humans that that kind of separate ourselves from god with sin we do inherit inherit a sin nature and we are inherently sinful to an extent in that we're separated from god but that's if that was it you would be saved it would be fine we feed into it too and so through that sin we kind of for lack of a better term darken ourselves and so we perceive the spiritual realm kind of through uh, the the scriptural term is through a glass darkly um and so you know like people will say well you don't believe in other religions Mm, i don't think they're they're true um but like do i think that there is no spiritual power in hinduism no i do think that there are demons and maybe even God and angels that are trying to push through that are just getting misunderstood or misaligned. You know, there's, there's so many gods in in Hinduism and I wouldn't be shocked if some of them are real on some, you know, either as a demon or an angel or something. And they're just, people are just confused. It's hard to know when we're in basically a deficient state. And then there's going to be the question of like, well, then how can God fairly, you know, expect us to, to interpret. And I think being in a deficient state is different than being in a state where you can't know the truth. It's just in a place where the, where confusion can be rife, right? Like if you lived in a household of people who didn't believe in like vaccines, um, you would experience that confusion. Right. And I, and I'm not talking like COVID I'm talking like everything, right? Like even like tuberculosis or something like that's not, touch on the COVID thing, but like you would experience confusion. The truth, very knowable. Maybe you'd even say easily knowable, I would say, but it's still that confusion would be rife because of your environment. And that's kind of where humanity lies. And that's for lack of like a better example. So I don't think we have an excuse. And I also don't know what, you know, like what how God would reveal himself to a Hindu in a way that might um, justify his judgment on them. Like, there's so much we don't know about that. I don't really want to get into it. I don't really know how, what God's justice will look like when it comes to judging a Hindu, but I think the truth is out there. It's just that we have a tough time perceiving it. And some things get really close. Like, Islam is very close to Christianity, Judaism too, and so the closer you get to the truth, the harder it is to discern which one exactly is is true in the kind of minutia. Um, and so, like, I think again, not that it's impossible to know, but like when you delve into like different theories of like anything, the more the closer you get to the to consensus, 
is the more you'll get a, a, like a broad range of theories, but they, they differ on minutia um, or like the minute details. So you're dealing with, okay, so there's all these little differences. You kind of know the broad truth, but how do I determine the the, the a, a initial truth? And it's knowable, I, I would say, r religiously. Um, I, I think in my first episode why I believed, I, I laid out my argument basically from the Trinity of why I think Christianity is true and um, why I think like a monotheism is um, preferable to polytheism. However, it doesn't mean I don't believe in other things like, you know, demons or, you know, angels or um, spirits are tough. Like the, the Bible, when it really condemns uh, spiritism, it doesn't really condemn it on grounds that it's not effective, which is, I guess, disconcerting. Um, that doesn't mean like I'm not the biggest, you know, believer in ghosts and stuff, but there's there's a there's a discussion there that kind of boggles my mind. So, you you have basically this confusion based on where we are that can contribute to a lot of things, and kind of like I I I, I um, alluded to, there's a lot of forces kind of at play. Um, you know, there's not just one team playing the field, right? There are people trying to uh, kind of pull you down, and I don't think that would ever be an excuse again god can easily stop the whole thing um but they they serve a purpose and uh like even satan the Satan, the the shaitan in hebrew is it's more of an opposer and he's actually in the heavenly council i think it's a uh some people say that like oh god allows satan to oppose him i think that might be different than the devil as we understand it i think that might actually be a role of worship where someone pushes back on god and God, basically and, and perfectly defending himself, brings more glory and honor to himself, and elicits more praise, um, or more, you know, proves his goodness more that it then causes greater faith. I, I don't really know. the The heavenly council is something I have friends that study. I, there's a lot I don't know about it, but you get the idea. There, there are two teams playing the field, and. It, there's a lot of confusion there, so that's why I think a lot of extra, you know, other religions exist. Is that there's there's something to it, and there's a lot of confusion, and we're not in the best place as humans to properly discern all these spiritual things. So then I think the next pushback is like, well, like again, uh, I kind of touched on this, but why doesn't God just come down, just you know, settle this whole thing? A Guys, I'm here. It's my, you know, I, I, I'm a Trinity. Jesus is my son. He was crucified, died, resurrected. Let's finish this. I, again, I think even if he did that, you would have people that would then feel obligated to follow God outwardly and still in their hearts be opposed. I also think... And this is going to be a real damning thing. I think people assume they'll like God, and I think a lot of people wouldn't. Um, the Israelites always had... Well, not always. There are actually hundreds of years where they didn't. And kind of some people think we're in a period of, like that. But they a lot of periods of Israelite history, they experienced incredible things. And they 
hated it. <laughs> they did not like when God was active all the time. It was tough. And God exacts some tough rules. Um, now, I do think there's... Uh, I believe in something called like a moral development theory. So, like, I don't think... I think God gave the rules to the Israelites that they needed for their time, but that they weren't perfect. They were basically part of this fallen humanity. And then, especially with the introduction of the church, that humanity is actually progressing. Um, and then the theological debate is whether or not there will be a downturn before the end. And I would say maybe. Um, either that or this the progression like the increase of morals will ultimately um kind of lead us uh to be twisted by the antichrist like the the in the end i have no idea like this is all stuff i interpreting the end times is one of the hardest things to do and if anyone tells you oh this is what the christian end times are going to be like do not believe them it is impossible to know for sure my stance on the end times is that when we get there, we'll know for sure, and it will not be a, it will not be hard to understand. And if there's confusion, then we're not in the end times because it'll be obvious when it happens. And until such a time, we're left to try to figure it out from uh, these texts that point to a future, um, and some that we think point to a future. I think maybe not. I'm, I'm a partial preterist. We're so off topic. I'm sorry. So getting back to it, <laughs> there's an assumption that God will, if he just revealed himself, it would kind of solve all these issues um, and it would achieve like some sort of religious unity. This would only be true if God was here and he spent all of his days solving all of our problems. This would not be true if he like spelt out his name in the, in the sky. And again, I think it assumes people assume they would like God. There are some Christians, and, and I hope I'm not one of them, that I think think they're Christians. When they get to heaven, they're not going to like God. And I think that'll end up with them leaving his presence. And by Christian, I just mean someone who tries to follow Christ. But I think sometimes people get so twisted and they, and they, they make it so much about them and what they want that they, they kind of fall away. I think that's why scripture is so important, is to really see what God is like and to seek him. And I think it's when you know the goodness of God intimately that you kind of understand. But I think there are people who kind of never get to that point and they just kind of turn God into their personal, for lack of a better term, genie. They go to him for things they want. They go they, they go to church on Sunday because they have their friends there and they like it. But in the end, like, do they really want God or do they just want... <laughs> A genie or someone that makes their life better or do they just like their friends and they never they don't really think that deeply about it i have an uncle grew up in the church went to church every single sunday of his life did not read the bible until recently and i think he's like 62 maybe even late 60s you'd be surprised anyway <laughs> there are people in the church that you would not believe how little they actually know about their faith and i think that's being exposed by the younger generation in a way that maybe will ultimately be healthy because you know that was something that caused my uncle to ultimately start reading his bible more and uh that was you know a good thing so it, it, it it's tough to know for sure um all of this is kind of speculation i i can't tell you for sure why god does what he does um because i don't know what 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 it would be like if he didn't and that's the that's like the the quintessential thing it's like well 
you know, God does this because if he didn't, this would happen. I, I, I don't I don't know that, but I these are my kind of guesses as to why he does what he does. Um, you know, if you're if you're a farm person, it's easy. Like, wow, they're objects of wrath. And, you know, he's he's made people to be darkened so that they can burn in hell for his glory. Um I find that very difficult. Uh I wouldn't believe that. I there's yeah, there's a song called and it's really graphic. Please don't Google it if you're at all squeamish. Uh, but called Dear John Piper by um, um, Showbread. And I don't actually like the song musically. They have some... Showbread does have songs I like musically. This is not one of them. But if you look just up the lyrics... Just not you, If you're like me, you won't even really be able to hear the lyrics from a lot of the song. If you just Google the lyrics, that's like the strongest condemnation of Reformed theology. And I agree... I find it, it highlights my discomfort well. Um, but yeah, so in the end, I, I, like with a lot of these questions, I'm kind of shooting in the dark. I, I, I can tell you scripturally again, like there, there is, there is a, a two sides to the spiritual struggle and sin does darken us. And I can tell you that that probably leads to the confusion that leads to multiple religions. But I don't think God revealing him revealing himself to us would all automatically or ultimately fix the problems we hope it would. Um, and I, I, I think it would just introduce new ones and different ones. And I think the people who are Christians now, who are young, are the peop- sort of people who really are seeking God, for the most part. There are definitely exceptions. And this is North America and Europe specifically. If you're from Africa and you're listening to this, I have no sweet clue what's going on over there. If you're from Eastern Europe, no sweet clue. Uh, this is basically just North America, because that's where I'm from. Um, but yeah, so I wish I could give you an answer of, like, this is why God's doing it. But for a lot of these questions, I fall back on, A, God's goodness, but also, like, people are like, well, if I was God, I would do this. Would you? If you knew the consequences of every action, if you knew the moral status of humanity and why it was there... If you knew the purpose of, of, of the created universe, if you knew the ultimate fate of everything, for sure, 100%, you would, you would act the way you act now, because I would I don't know how I would act, but I have faith that I would act the same way God acts, even if I don't understand it. Um, you know, like, it, like, there are things that I might like to do, but that morally, you know, humans are supposed to do, like... A lot of people like to poke at God. They're like, oh, why doesn't God like feed all the hungry people? When we could do that. <laughs> you know, we, we blame God. We heap all these things on God. We're mad at God for all this stuff that we could do. This like like and God's literal command to us was like subdue the earth and multiply. It's kind of our job to subdue the earth, which kind of includes us, and it kind of includes fixing food, especially when the the whole food crisis thing is it is something we could fix. And so Again, people like to heap these complaints on God and stuff when... I mean, even now, people will blame God and, and for things they could fix. And, you know, they could fix it. Um, they, they just don't. Um, and and God just becomes like a convenient scapegoat. And how many churches do you see that fall so painfully short in so many like horrific ways of the... The kind of calling that God has called us to. I, I think, I think, 
that the reason he doesn't is because it, it wouldn't fix as much as you think. Would it be nice for us to have a, a religious harmony and just argue over theological things? Sure. But, I mean, the Protestant Reformation was just over theological things, and it was it, it had some, some dark moments. So I, I wish I could give you something better. But again, I just rely on faith that God knows what he's doing. And again, I've established why I believe in him. Uh, this is something that's built up from that. And this is more of an apologetic question that I'd like to answer. And you'll kind of see that some of these questions, the reason I'm so uncomfortable is because I, I don't think there's a neat question uh, or neat answer that we that we have that can be satisfying. You, I, one thing I've had to learn, and it was so painful to learn in the past few years, was to be okay with not knowing answers to things that are really uncomfortable and hurtful. And, and it's tough, and you just got to live with it, and it's not fun. But once you get there, you, you understand there's just so much you don't know. Um, and then maybe this comes with growing up, but you, there's so much you don't know, and you become just okay having that faith. And again, and the reason I'm okay with having that faith is, is the building up from the building blocks of, well you know it, it life doesn't make sense to me without god and so i i basically have to believe and i think it makes sense to believe again you can go back to why i believe what i believe but like in the beginning um either something you know uh something came from a, a very stable um uh, eternally stable cosmic foam or that something must have taken out of whack outside the system which would have been god or you know god created out of nothing and and those are the only two theories i see and they both to me require some sort of divinity and then just the fact of uh, you know basically the only way morals have objective meaning which is apart from yourself doesn't mean people who disagree with objective morals act immorally. That's not what I'm saying. But to have objective morals, you have to have something outside yourself. These all, all, all these sorts of things I just find compelling. And then ultimately, um, just the fact that without God, life is purposeless. Um, it, basically, this, these are the things I like build up to. I think, basically, in order... When I live my life as if it's purposeful, and for you to say your entire perception of how you live and what you are is wrong would require extraordinary evidence to the contrary. So my default is that God exists. It's kind of like um, if someone said the world was created yesterday with the appearance of, um, of, of, of age. This is a William Lane Craig argument, so if anyone knows that, they're rolling their eyes because he can sometimes... He, 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 you know, you answer enough questions, you're going to say something silly. But anyway... But, but, you know, there's really no evidence you could ever have to counter that, right? Because you're like, well, we have this appearance of age, and it's like, well, it was created with the appearance of age. The only thing you have is that it's so much more likely um, that it, 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 it is actually old. And so in the same way, to me, it's just more so extraordinarily more likely that we have purpose because we all perceive it, um, that there's value to this because we all perceive it and you know basically or at least that i perceive it and in the same way that 
basically I choose to believe the Earth is old and that it didn't just pop out with the appearance of, of, of age the same way I believe in God. And these are really unrefined thoughts. I'm sure they could be skewered in a second. Um, but it's 7.24 a.m. and I'm only up because I have to go to a doctor's appointment soon. Um, but yeah, these are all sorts of things, you know, that uh, without God we're just kind of machines that feel more than your average machine and for some reason through a, a, a complete accident we have uh, consciousness so it's kind of those those building blocks those those things that like it seems more likely to me that you know um there's there's purpose to this and it just didn't pop out of nothing or from a, a cosmic foam that would have had to exist forever and therefore i had reached every state forever um, and its um, instability, it would have been completely stable in a weird way. But anyway, it, again, this is completely off topic. I just, from those building blocks, I then build up. I have faith that God exists, and therefore I have faith in his goodness. And because of his morals, he laid them out. He is good. And because of that goodness, um, and again, like if you're like, wow, this, I don't get how that jumps, there are huge arguments behind these. Just, just, just work with me here don't don't focus on those jumps focus on the conclusion here so i have faith in a good god and from that i have faith that he knows everything and from his knowledge of everything he's doing good things even if i don't understand it in my finite mind so while there's a part of me that says yeah it'd be great for god to reveal himself i just have to have faith that there is a good reason he doesn't, and and I hope when I die, um, if I stand before the heavenly throne, and somehow he permits me to ask a question, um, I will be able to, you know, ask something like this. I, this probably wouldn't be the one question I ask, but you know, uh, or if I'm able to just ask for wisdom to be revealed to me after death, uh, that'd be really cool to to kind of have answers to all this because. I'm not going to lie to you, I do wonder, I just don't have concrete answers. So, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm sorry if this was all over the place. I, my mom uh, just had uh, cancer removed from her and everything looks great. Uh, praise God, everything went so well, but I've been just, uh, you know, a little stressed. And I'm, <laughs> I'm on these muscle relaxers that make me a little loopy, so... Um, I, I really appreciate you sticking with me and and I know those arguments near the end didn't really make sense but the the crux of it was um, I don't I don't believe in the goodness of God out of nothing I believe on them on pillars that are uh, a sort of rationality so the if your arguments confused you that that wasn't the point the point was that I believe in the goodness of God and it's not on nothing not out of nowhere that was the point so I, I should have just said that but um, next time we're going to be talking about why the church in general and why um, kind of myself too are, are really uncomfortable with the transgender movement if God himself or yeah God himself um, we had the discussion I had to stop myself do we have a discussion yeah I had a discussion about pronouns if God himself is genderless and has both what we would call characteristics of a man and a woman um, not Go listen to that episode, and if you not like sex organ wise, but yeah, then why does the church oppose transgenderism? Because God has both, and so 
Um, I'm really looking forward to answering that, and I wanted to get this episode out of the way because I knew it would make me uncomfortable because it was so close to apologetics, which I don't like doing. But it did absolutely fit in my criteria of assuming God exists. The question does not violate that. And so I wanted to answer it, and it was a very good question. It deserved to be answer, answered, so I did. Um, but it was definitely um, one that made me uncomfortable, and, and I hope I hope this, this made some sense, or at least gave you some insight, even if I couldn't tell you, give you, like, a concrete answer. There, apologetic sites do a lot better at trying to, like, really come down to, like, concrete answers. I, um, I think it's just who I've become... I, I've ex- decided to exist more in the in the kind of discomfort of not always knowing, and uh, the only times I, I do try to say if I know something or not is if scripture is clear, um, and in this instance, scripture never says exactly why people believe otherwise, except um, insinuating that it's primarily sin, and then we know that demons exist, so there's that confusion. So yeah, I, I would love for you to join me next time to talk about uh, the transgenderism debate. I think that'll be a lot of f- fun. May not be the right word, depending on who you are, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, this is the first episode, by the way, that I actually have in a proper audio editing software. And I'm going to try to tone down the music so that it fits my voice better. And I've upped the gain a little bit, so I should be a pinch louder, but... Um, I'm still working out some of the audio issues, but the <laughs> the music should not blow out your eardrums this time like it did last episode, and I'm so sorry if that startled you. Uh, I'm, I'm working on it. Again, all a work in progress. We're making progress. So the, just having... I'm recording this in a software, and that just feels wild to me. We're, we're really stepping up the, the production quality. So God loves you. I love you. I hope God rich, richly blesses you um, this this month and going forward. And I so look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Have a good day.